Hello, everyone. You listen to the TV Zone podcast coverage of Ballers Season 5, Episode 8, titled Players Only. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me as always, Moneymaker Chris. Chris, how you doing, sir? Hey, doing good, man. Doing good this evening. So here we are for the final Ballers episode. Final episode, man. Um, so before we actually get into this episode, um, I just want to get your thoughts um, for these last couple of seasons that you've been watching. Um, what have you thought of the series overall? I really, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Like I said, I watched a couple episodes in the first season, and I kind of, kind of got away from it. And then when you coach asked me to come on, come on to um, start doing the show, I kind of got back, you know really got into watching it. I mean, I've really enjoyed it. I mean, I've enjoyed the characters, I've enjoyed the storylines, you know, I've really invested myself in this show. And one of the things that I've enjoyed, I mean, obviously football is the core, you know, part of this show. Mm-hmm. But like, like I said, with them adding like the Sports X stuff, and then of course this season with the gaming and stuff, it's added a different element to the show. I mean, they still had the football stuff you know in there as well but they've added some of the other stuff to kind of give a little different feel and perspective to the show i've really enjoyed it and it's worked well even though we haven't been crazy about the whole you know gaming stuff it has added an extra element to the show other than just being solely on, on football i've really enjoyed this show and i've really enjoyed covering the show and i look forward to it. um just like I said, this is one of the favorite favorite shows that we that we do i've yeah. really enjoyed it um I mean, as for me, you know, because I mean, I've I've watched it faithfully from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and the the first couple of seasons, yeah, it was it was it was strictly, I say it was strictly football, and mm-hmm. then they started, you know, integrating in with more diversity as far as like with the sports um, X thing and, mm-hmm. you know, different business type stuff that they mm-hmm. kind of trickled here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've we seen characters grow um, in a lot of ways. Um, Spencer, I, I think he he grew in, in a, not necessarily, I would say in a really good way because we, he, he still pretty much stayed the same um, to some degree. It's just, he opened up to being more for others opposed to himself. Himself. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a lot of growth with Ricky. Um, oh, big time. Uh, you big go time. back to see how he was in the first season to where he ended. It's like he had, like, I would say probably the best story arc of anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles, he, he was always, you know, that kind of solid good person. Um, mm-hmm. and so, but we saw him. You know, I, I like to think that he made the right choice. I mean, we'll talk about that and everything. But I like to think that he made the right choice of what he did, even though, well, like I say, we'll talk about it. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. Vernon, the the the, uh, the verdict is still kind of still out on Vernon. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie, I mean, he's come a long way too. Oh, definitely. From from where he started in the show, um, and everything. But the I'll probably say the one, the one thing that I if there's any like nitpick I probably have to have about the show is mm-hmm. that there never seem to be any closures with Spencer's relationships. <laughs> yeah, it is very like, true. They left a lot of stuff on the table with that. I mean, and also the thing with him going into the Hall of Fame too, we, we, they, they they talked about that last season. We never got that neither, which it, I was kind of disappointed about. Exactly, it's it, it just I don't know. It's it's weird, mm-hmm. but uh, we started out with Tracy. She she was in season one as his you know girl or whatever, and then she disappears for a couple of seasons. We get Chloe, she's mm-hmm. his girl for a season. We get the whole. Is she is or is she's not pregnant thing. Pregnant thing. Right, right. She just disappears. And then Tracy comes back and we only get her in one episode. And that's it. It's, it's like there was never 
Oh well, oh and I forgot uh, Latoya Luckett as uh, the, the the kid's uh, mother. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I think about that's right. Yeah, that was that was too. Yeah, we, we we didn't get closure with any of that, and it's like if that's the one nitpick I have to have about the show, we never got closures. Close closure with any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah it, just, I, 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 agree, I agree with you on that one, man. Yeah, so I, I don't know, but I don't know why those choices were made for the show, but. Like I said, that's the that be like the one nitpick for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one, man. Otherwise, I mean, it's been a it's been a really good show. It um, has been. It's been it's been fun to cover. Yeah, like I said, we've we've talked about a lot of you know different things, especially especially last season um, when they kind of went you know to some places as far as like race and mm-hmm. that nature. They, mm-hmm. they, they definitely touched on, touched on some heavy topics, yeah. definitely. So so I I, I applaud. Uh, Dwayne and everybody for actually going there and you know letting us you know have those conversations or anybody else who you know watched the show and might have had those conversations not necessarily on the podcast but you know probably in their personal life or at the barbershop or something you know oh know. yeah definitely 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 you know subjects you can talk about stuff you can relate to yeah so um but yeah like I said it's been a it's been a fun ride to cover this series um, it has been so let's um let's get into this episode. All um, right, let's go to it. So it opens up with basically the fallout from uh, the press conference that Spencer had and um fake Jerry Jones. He basically he wants to bury Spencer. You know, he he doesn't want him as an owner anymore. And you know, he talks to his um his henchwoman and Candace and mm-hmm. And that's basically what she she is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She, she's definitely the henchwoman, without question. And, and you know, she cut, but she kind of tells him like, "Well, you you can't really do that." And he's like, "Yeah, right, right, right. I can do anything I want, and <laughs> whatnot, because I'm fake Jerry Jones. I'm so fake Jerry Jones, but I'm invincible. <laughs> I, can, I can I can do what I want, right? Exactly. So, um, but it, I mean, I'm pretty. It didn't come as a shocker that this is you know, the thing that he wanted to do as far as, you know, with Spencer, like he wants to bury him because what Spencer wanted to do was a really good thing for the players, not the owners, but for the players. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I mean, like your thoughts on, on like fake Jerry Jones basically wanting to bury, um, bury Spencer's career to, to a degree. Not surprised by that at all. I mean, that's a lot of you know owners' mentality. Like I say, especially somebody like you know Spencer is trying to you know you know he's trying to do some good for the players. In you know fake Jerry Jones eyes, he's basically kind of bucked the system and going to business for himself. And you know people in positions of power they don't like that. So he said, you know, you're a threat. You're trying to do something for the players. You know, how dare you do that? You know, he's trying to do a good thing. He said, no, we got to get rid of this guy. And Kenneth's like, you know, hey, you know, you can't really do that. We said, hey. I can do what I want. And that's the mentality of a lot of owners or people in power like that. They feel they're invincible. They feel they can do whatever they want, whenever they want to. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the next thing that we have here is, um, you know, Ricky and uh, TTD, they, um, they meet up with um, Derek, played by Justin Long. He's back again. And oh, yeah. True. They're on the, um, like the studio a lot. And you know, mm-hmm. just talking about, hey, like, you know, this is just kind of, you know, pitching and talking about what the show they would be doing would be like how it would be and everything like that. And it comes up about the fact that the company that owns the company that owns the show, <laughs> um, you know, they're in league with the NFL and it would it would be. It would be Ricky's best interest if he didn't basically badmouth the league. And Ricky's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, Ricky's like, what do you mean? But TTD, he, I, I thought this is one of TTD's best scenes mm-hmm. because he basically steps up. He says, say, it's not badmouthing when it's the truth. Like, what we're saying is the truth and everything. So mm-hmm. why would that necessarily be a bad thing? And you know the whole thing about about diversity comes up and and everything like they need more diversity in Hollywood and everything like this and and of course TTD he got to go with this whole crazy um 
you know, Jewish stereotype, like for forty days and forty nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. that you know that they ended up here in the San Fernando Valley and everything, and you know they were, you know, the people that owned the company. Do you think that they were, you know, just go with the flow type people, or were they, you know, go against the grain? They were trendsetters. So why can't we be that? And Derek is like, well, that's that's racist and everything like this, and. I felt like TTD had the line of the scene when he say, how does it feel? Yeah. That, I love that. That was very good. I like that. So, like I said, that, that was a really good scene. Like I said, it was one of my favorite scenes of his throughout the yeah, series. Yeah, he, he really shined in that one. He really showed, you know, depth with his character. I, I enjoyed that. That was a one of his highlights, for sure. And so, they basically, like, Derek, you kick rocks, and we gonna, you know, we gonna do this our way. Well, our own thing. That's right. We, we don't need this. Yeah, like I said, that, that, that was a really good scene. Um, it was. I, I enjoyed that. And I mean, I, I can't go past this without mentioning, uh, which I already, because I had uh, texted to you or whatnot, but mm-hmm. uh, Carl McDowell, who plays TTD, he actually liked us on uh, Instagram. He liked a couple of the um, episodes. I don't know if he actually listened to the episodes or whatnot, but he did like the posts for the uh, last two episodes that I had put up. Um, and everything, so I do appreciate that. Um, oh, definitely did listen. Uh, that's really cool. So let us know that you listen. Oh, yeah, man. please let us know. We appreciate you, man. I thought when you texted me, I said, like, "Wow, I said, that's awesome, man. That, that's that's some good recognition right there. I like that." Yeah. So I mean, that's that's two people from the show now. Because remember, I told you the other guy, uh, Shane uh, Brady. Who, <laughs> right. Yeah, he told me he liked the episode too. Yeah, he liked it. And then you get Carl McDowell. He liked it and everything. So it's like, yeah. Um, said, that's awesome, man. Who else might get to like one of the one of the episodes, man? That'd be awesome. If you get somebody else. But I mean, if, I, I I doubt we'll get uh Dwayne. You know? Yeah, that 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 that'd be reaching. That would be reaching. <laughs> <laughs> you never but, know what Joe or Charles. You, you, you never know. That's right. You never know. Even though they on that new show, The Unicorn, which I still haven't checked out yet, but you never know. Yeah, um, yeah. Out to TDD, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if uh, Tracy or, or Chloe, they, they like Yeah, it. hey, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, next up we have um, the whole thing with Vernon and uh, the team and everything. You know, they're at the tournament. They're going up against um, Shane Brady's uh, team or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they actually have, you know, they kind of go on a little surprising run um, mm-hmm. in this tournament. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they surprise a lot of people. They get to the final team and they end up losing. And I felt like Lance was like the voice of reason here when he tells Reggie, who's like upset about them not winning. He was like, this was our first tournament. You know, we should feel good about this. And it just is going to build, you know, for the next one and everything. Because now we're like a we're like a legitimate thing now. And everything. Mm-hmm. No, we might not have won, but we're more legitimate coming out of this than when we first went in it. Yeah, that's how I felt as well. Like I said, mm-hmm. this was, you know, this is new territory for these guys. They didn't you know, have never done this before. For them to, you know, go in there and win a couple of rounds and get to the finals and everything like that, that was really good. I mean, you got to, you know, baby steps, you know, take it one step at a time. I mean, this is, you know, something we can look back on, you know, moving forward that, hey, you know, we can do this. Yeah. So, um, the whole thing. So after that, um, like I say, Reggie, he's um, no, he's upset and everything. He's walking through, like the, uh, you know, he's walking around outside, mm-hmm. and the the Shane Brady uh, character, Chris and his brother, they come come walking up and they basically like, hey, look, we know how things went in the past with us when you first came to us. We kind of you know brushed you off or whatnot, but you really did some damage to our team and other teams as well. And we actually want to basically what is sponsor, you know, or whatnot. You want, you know, we want to be the money people for your team. Mm-hmm. And Reggie, he basically like, this is actually a good thing that came out of this. And it, it's funny because they didn't win, but they getting this opportunity um, that came out of that. Or whatnot, and he kind of gets Reggie more 
invested even more in the whole you know gaming thing now mm-hmm. yeah. but uh, what would you think about like how that whole scene went down and far as and like them coming to them and reggie you know basically like okay now i can actually you know you know do this now I thought that was a very good thing for them. Like I said, like I said, they're very new to this. Like I said, you know, they're not, you know, used to being in like gaming tournaments, doing this whole gaming thing. They're, you know, they're basically rookies here. And for them to come to them with this offer and want to, you know, work with them, that's a huge deal. I mean, they didn't win, but they kind of won at the same time by getting this offer and everything. They showed enough to them to say, hey, we want to work with you. We want to help you. We want to sponsor you. So it was definitely a good situation for them. Like it's a good look for them, a good look for Reggie. Um, so the next thing is now we get to see because the scene it played a little interesting because we see Spencer he goes you know down in his parking garage or whatnot and he rolls down the window and there's a girl there it's like yeah the, the team they're ready to meet you and everything and we know he goes to meet with the um, NFL uh, PA PA mm-hmm. yeah, and everything but we we don't see the meeting or anything and so after that uh basically is where he goes to see the uh the anderson brothers and mm-hmm. <laughs> i had to laugh at that scene because when 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 spencer shows up the way they stand in there it's like they about to beat the hell out of spencer <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they were ready find out about this secret um, PA meeting that you had and everything. Mm-hmm. And Spencer, he gives a really good uh, speech here too, where he tells them like, he say, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a veteran. And and it was something else he said, I can't remember what the other thing, but he said, I'm a veteran. He say, I know where I stand. He said, my only question is, what side are you on? And we don't really get their answer on that. I mean, they do kind of leave that, you know, ambiguous. Like, okay, are we still, are they still with Spencer? Or are they like, ah, you know, this is too much of a hassle. We don't need the pressure coming from this. They kind of leave that open. Um, yeah, they really did. They left, they left it wide open there. So just, just for fun, like, what do you think, what do you think they, they sided with? I don't know. That's a, that's a very tough talk. Like you said, when they went there, they seemed pretty, pretty upset. But you know what? I think, you know, they might have they might have ended up signing with Spencer, I think. I think if they really thought about it, you know, I think they might have ended up siding with him. You know, they were pissed there in the beginning. I think they might have ended up siding with him. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, we know Brett Anderson's um, history with Spencer and Joe. That mm-hmm. no matter what they did, he would be pissed off with them. You know, he would, you know, rant and rave and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, and then but he he's stuck like, by him. Yeah, he'd be like, all right, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. j- just let me vent. And then, okay, we can move on from this. And then, you know, the brother, he'd be like, eh, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> you know? Right, right, exactly. You know, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> That's how he would do. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that it, they, they basically sided with, with Spencer. After after Brett had of course had to vent and everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think so too. All right, so um, next thing we have is where Joe gets a visit from um, Reggie and Lance, and they come to him let, to basically cash him out because they made this deal with you know the brothers and everything. Of course, they mm-hmm. don't tell they don't tell Joe that, but mm-hmm. so Reggie he slides over a check to him. That's basically what two. Two point five million dollars, mm-hmm. and like that's it. We're done. Um, you know, you thank you for you know investing in us, but we know you didn't really believe in us or what that. But 
here's your money with a little bit more. And mm-hmm. we're going to move on to something else. And Joe is almost surprised. He's like, he's surprised. He, he's like, I did believe in you guys or whatnot. Just, mm-hmm. He's taking it back there. Yeah. And, you know, but Reggie's like, you know, we we did our thing. Now it's time to move on to for me to go on to, you know, kind of go my own way. And Lance decided to go with Reggie. Um, like, what do you think about, like, how they basically kind of broke apart from each other in a way? I found that kind of interesting how they kind of broke apart. But I guess they figured, you know, hey, we're moving on to bigger and better things. You know, this gaming thing really is something. And like I say, that the whole gaming market, it's, it's, a, it's a huge thing. People that really invest into that gaming, they really make that their life and they make that their career. And they saw this as a golden opportunity to, you know, take the ball and run with it. So they said, you know, here's your money, you know, bang. Thank you for your time. It's time to move on to bigger and better things. So, like I said, Joe was definitely taken aback from it, but hey, they thought this was a great opportunity for them, and they wanted to cash in on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like what you did there. Oh uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> cash in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 slid that in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, next we get well. Um, <clears throat> Uh, we get with Spencer. He goes to see Candace, who is, you know, she she's a, she has been an interesting character of this show since she's come aboard. She really has. She's been a very, very interesting character. I mean, I've liked her in that role, but she, she's been, ooh, she's been something. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, it means she's doing her job right. Yeah, exactly. She's, def- she's, she's, definitely, she's definitely playing her part. She's definitely doing her job right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Spencer, he, he gets off the elevator and when he's walking through it, it kind of made me think back to like when he was in wrestling or whatnot, when he would come, like when he'd be pissed about something, how he has that walk. Going oh, up, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so the, 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 um, the receptionist, she's like, you can't, you, so, you can't go in there. I'm going to call security. And Spencer's like, you better call everyone. That's right. Bring them all in. They're not, they not going to stop me. It's going to take a lot to stop me from going through here. So, so he so he busts in uh, Candace's office, and she's, like, sitting on the phone, like, ha, 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 whatnot. And so she's like, I got to call you back. And so Spencer goes to see her, and she basically tells him, you know, what the owners want per, of course, fake Jerry Jones as far as wants him out. And everything because because they can basically they they just want him out because and especially he's like why because of what I said I want universal health care for so you don't want me a part of this anymore and everything and Candace tries to play it in a sense of you know you should do this because you don't want you know the heat that's gonna come from it but at the same time. I know, I know you, so mm-hmm. I know you're not going to accept this. So I'm just going to basically sit back and see where everything falls. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of what I got from this. I, I don't know about you, but that's what I got from it. Yeah, I could, you know, I got kind of similar type of thing from it. Okay. Because like I said, that's kind of how she's always been. She's, she's always been one to play both sides of the fence, so nothing ever really blow back to her. Mm-hmm. And she would I mean, just... Wash her hands in the situation, like I said, she kind of plays, kind of stay there in the middle, kind of, so to speak. Yeah, she... It's crazy to make this analogy, because I don't know why I thought about this, but this movie, it's a Western movie called um, Unforgiven uh, with Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. And this, um, kind of like this newspaper guy or whatnot, he, he writes books and everything. And when he first... So when we first see him, he's with this older gunslinger guy because he's writing like a bio, bio biography about him. And then when they come to town and Gene Hatman's character kind of basically, you know, beats the hell out of him and basically um, gets him out of the picture. Newspaper guy, he moves over and starts kind of following around with Gene Hatman's character for the rest of the movie. And then to, towards the end when Clint Eastwood shows up and everything and the whole gunfighting goes down 
And after everything is kind of done, he's still alive. He's there and whatnot. And he kind of gets his stuff. It's like he wants to sleaze up to Clint Eastwood's character to, like, latch, latch on him. But Clint Eastwood's like, nope. He points the gun at him and basically, like, you get the hell out of here. <laughs> and I say that to say that's kind of what Candace kind of is in a way. She, uh, she attaches herself to whatever she feels is the thing that's trending up. Mm-hmm. She's, like a, she's like a bandwagon, bandwagon type of person. I, I won't necessarily say bandwagon person, but she, 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 like I say, nothing sticks to her, but she will flow, she will go with whatever, whichever way the wind blows. Because she don't she want to take the heat either way, you know, she don't want to come back to her basically. Yeah, I mean, she's not, she won't get you know, any blowback from the person who's getting stepped on and the person is going up will just like let her latch on to them because they know what she brings to the table in a sense. Which I still don't know exactly what she what she exactly brought to the table, but whatever it was, she was bringing something to the table. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. She she definitely one of the more interesting characters in, in the series, but without question. Yeah. Um so, next thing I want to talk about is uh, after the whole thing with uh, Lance and Reggie basically saying deuces to uh, Joe, we see Joe sitting on the couch basically like he's crying or what? <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. yeah. Joe was like, what happened to Joe? Yeah, so, um, so uh, Katie, she comes walking up and, you know, she got on this, she, she looked damn good in that, in that white um, outfit she had on too. Yeah, she but, did. Uh, yeah. You know, she comes in, big smile on her face and everything, because they got a call from Nike. Nike wants to um, basically get in a partnership with uh, the OBJ thing that they got going on. And that's what her OBJ and uh, I guess it was guy Kurt or something, whatever his name was. They went out to celebrate it and everything. And Joe, he basically, he kind of knows where this is going, you know, with basically nike wants her to run the whole thing and everything like that and joe's like yeah i'm good with it i mean understand i'm not gonna i know that we had a relationship type of thing but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let that stop you from you know advancement in your career or whatnot and surprisingly enough because of this it seemed like the two of them get back together yeah, I'm saying the relationship between the two of them has been very interesting this season. It really has. Yeah, and like I say, I, I mean, I'm happy for Joe because he's been through a whole lot of crap through this series. But yeah, he has. It, it, it's just interesting, like how they decided to do this with them. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I mean, they, I mean, if they wanted to do a spinoff series, and she could be the star, I watch that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed her character this season. I mean, she she's been very good for the show. Yeah. So, uh, from from one relationship to another, um, we get Charles and Julie, um, or whatnot. They out, you know, having a family dinner, and Julie kind of gives Charles the business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but that's but that's what she's always been for Charles. She's been his rock art, as she said in the episode, his ride or die mm-hmm. and everything. And he's, you know, he's kind of talking about, you know, the 10 million would be good. It would, you know, pay for the daughter and the sister and even their kids, his future and everything. Cause it, it seemed like he's leaning towards the whole president of the company, uh, of the, of the team, I should say route. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, but Julie kind of lets him know, like, hey, you know, all of this sounds good, and we gonna be all right, but your health comes first. True. And I mean, to kind of go back to that, I mean, to go to that last scene of Charles, he's on the plane going back to L.A., but we don't know, is he going back to? be the gm is he going back to be the president is he going back to basically resign we don't know it's like we don't get that type of closure with that no we didn't they just kind of left up in the air basically yeah 
So, it, it, like I said, it's kind of interesting how they decide to do that. Um, it really is. So, well, go ahead. Um, do you think he actually took the position? Do you think he's going to take the position? Or how do you think? I want to say that Charles does take the position of being the president of the Rams. He, but, but then again, I, I go back to the line that that Julie said about the whole unfinished business thing. So, if he is going by that, is it that he's going back to be the GM to get the the best team together possible, or does he go be the president and have less stress on his plate, and and still be in and, and still have unfinished business? So. I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I said, they definitely left that in the air. Um, it's hard to say, but it's for some reason, I, I think he took it. Like I say, opportunities like that, they, they don't come that often. If you get a great offer like that, I mean, I say you, I say you take it. Like I say, a lot of people would love to have jobs like that. And like I say, when an opportunity like that presents itself, I think you step up to the plate and you, and you take it. So the next thing is probably like the biggest thing uh, that came out of this episode is this whole um, this owners meeting mm-hmm. that Spencer was not invited to because it was basically um, for them to vote whether or not to vote him out as you know um, being an owner. Mm-hmm. Right? In true Spencer fashion, you know he never went with the flow. He always did his own thing. So mm-hmm. he's not invited. I'm gonna show up anyway. So and make a grand entrance. <laughs> exactly, right? He shows up and everybody's looking like, what the hell are you doing here? Even well fake Jerry Jones even says it. What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And, he wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and he basically comes he's like, Well, I'm not you know, I'm not backing away or anything like this and you know he he basically put in a um contingency plan, really. Because mm-hmm. we do get that scene where he calls up a lot of the players, um, Ricky, even Vernon. Um, Vernon, yeah, he called them up too. Yeah, all, yep. You know, all them get called, and it's basically about, you know, make sure you release this on I, you know, IG at this, at this particular time, West Coast time, and everything. And we fi- we get we find out what that is basically of where all of them release images of their injuries. Mm-hmm. And everything, and the reason why, you know, universal healthcare would be good because of how they tear their bodies up and the long-lasting effects that happens because of stuff like this. And you know, it's basically this is this is um Spencer's trump card in a way. It was to you know to get up on the owners like, hey, you are you know I released this, uh, I get I did an interview. Also, that makes me look good for the people because I am the player's owner. Mm-hmm. And then you have the players that's on my side too because they're putting out all of these images showing their you know, history of injuries and what it can do to you when you get to an advanced age as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, fake Jerry Jones still trying to play it up as if, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, you're out you know i can spin this however i want but i think when he sees the pictures and everything it's almost like mm, i don't know how exactly i can spin this one. right exactly you're like he's like man I, I can't do nothing with this <laughs> so you know spencer he gives another really good speech here um talking about why universal health care is a necessity and, and and he he speaks to it from a personal standpoint because he's been there and all what 31 people that's there how many of them like he said has ever had you know hit by a car had mm-hmm. eight, eight months of rehab you know and things like that and all these problems that come with how these guys tear their bodies up no mm-hmm. no but none of them has probably had that the worst thing they probably oh. had they stubbed their toe or something exactly you know exactly and everything and so I guess to try to 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 make it seem like okay Spencer we're gonna get rid of you in a 
fair way, and I put quotation marks as I say that in a fair way, mm-hmm. we're gonna go ahead and vote for this universal health care thing right now. And so, of course, Candace says that it's all in favor of the universal health care. Of course, Spencer's gonna say I, and then mm-hmm. it's like there's a pause, and then all of a sudden you start seeing other hands come up, and it's 20 of the other owners, um, you know, raise their hands. And but you needed half, which 20 is not half, no. So, no. Spencer, so it's basically like, well, Spencer, you don't get you know the the, the votes that you need, you just shy one vote. And Spencer, I thought it was funny how he turned, he looks at a fake Jerry Jones and he tells him, like, it's not too late for you, you know, to do to clear your conscience, it's not too late for you to save your soul if you do this. And I thought it was interesting how he come back with saying, it is too late for me. So, I mean, he's done a hell of a lot of dirty stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is. He does some dirty tactics. <laughs> and so Spencer was basically like, all right, whatever. Uh, okay, fine. I tried. And then he turns to walk away. But then fake Jerry Jones decides to say, but I say yes. <laughs> and, and I thought it was funny like, how they had that random owner. He's like, is that yes, no, or yes, yes? Yeah, yeah, no, right. <laughs> that, that was funny. Like, what are we doing here? Is this yes? Like, don't be, don't be vague and cryptic. Like, That's right. Like I say, it's your claim. Yeah, Where so, you standing on this issue? So he's, he basically uses this to his freaking it. This is how he spins it. Of basically, he votes for it. And he says, Spencer has a damn good idea. And it's like, you sleazy son of a bitch. Like very, very sleazy. Very sleazy. Because <laughs> now he's on the right side of history. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and that's but that's what a lot of people in them type of situations do, in those positions do. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that's very that, that's that's nothing unusual, man. That's nothing unusual. That's very common when you see people in, you know, power positions like that. You see that way, way, way often. But the thing is, I have a question for you. Now, if if those pictures don't get put out on Instagram, do you think he vote yes? I say no. I don't I don't think he would have, but actually seeing those pictures, it's one thing to talk about the universal health care and everything for the players, but to actually see these images of these injuries and everything, actually seeing, you know, what some of these players have gone through, it's like, oh, wow. You know, because like I say, it's one thing to hear it, but to actually see it with your own eyes, like, man, it like really, it really hits you. Some of those pictures were pretty, pretty graphic, so. And if he, he hadn't seen those pictures, I don't think he would have, he would have voted. I don't really think so. Yeah. I mean, I still remember, because the, the one they showed of, um, what's his name, Navarro Bowman from the San Francisco 49ers in that championship game against Seattle. Mm-hmm. It, it was the fumble it's, it was a fumble, but because of how everything was like so fast, his, when his leg got got snapped, basically, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they, people got mad because like, why do you keep showing his leg? And they, the announcers had to basically come out and say, unfortunately, we have to because we're trying to determine the fumble. It just so happened that his leg is going the wrong way. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Not that we wanted, wanted to continue yeah. to show this. So yeah, I, I like I said, I know that's one that I never forget. Um, a couple of them ones, I was like, when the hell did this happen? I don't remember seeing some of these, but I mean, some of them I remember seeing and everything. But th- I mean, that Navarro Bowman one that'll that'll always stick with me because, like I say, the fact they kept having to show it over and over because mm-hmm. it was a, it was a fumble that was happening. Fumble, yeah, exactly. Like I say, it wasn't their fault. They they didn't have much force in the matter. Exactly. So, um, so okay. I, I, I guess we, it, it finally makes sense. The whole Vernon wanting to be a gamer thing with the fact that, um, he, he, he did not really want to be a gamer. This was all done so that Reggie would get more serious about his business. That was like the ultimate swerve. I was like, wow. I said, okay, I did not see that coming. Yeah. 
So crazy. And I, I mean, I still have my issues with the Vernon character, but I, I like even when Reggie says, "Like, it's like, when did you become the smartest person in the room?" He said, like, "When I started pretending to be the dumbest one in the room." That's like that was a good. That was a that was a good. I was like, "Wow!" I said, "Good line right there." Yeah. So, but I mean, he he basically had to do all of that in order to get Reggie to get more serious about business, basically. That speaks volumes right there, man. That really does. He had to go through all of that just to kind of get him to be more serious. But still, I mean, it, it, it still doesn't make me like the Vernon character overall, but mm-hmm. it, it did make it, it, there was a pay I would say there was a payoff at least with that whole thing yeah it, def- it definitely was it definitely you know kind of clicked and made sense there yeah um so basically I mean to kind of close this out really um we we do finally get um we finally get the, um, the whole thing about who was doing who was conducting the talking head interview with Spencer Yes, we do. And we find out that it was actually Ricky. <laughs> that was his first, you know, I guess thing for his TV show that he's doing. That well, him and TTD are doing and everything. I guess they do it on their own and everything. And Spencer, you know, talking straight up about everything, I guess, that happens with the league and as a player and things like that was his first, you know, introduction into the whole tv world um i mean overall what'd you think about that and the fact that it was ricky all along that was a very interesting twist because like i say going back when he was reaching out to different people about the um instagram post we talked to ricky he was saying hey you know if i do this for you you owe me a favor so i guess maybe you know this was obviously the favor you know helping him with his um upcoming, you know, TV show and production and everything. I, I was very surprised by that. I did not see that coming, but I liked it, though. I thought that was a very interesting spin on all that because that was a nice little element that they added to the show with him, you know, having this talking head kind of going back to his childhood and talking about a variety of different stuff. I thought it was a very, you know, I liked that. I liked how they ended that. I, I really liked that. I thought that was a good choice. I didn't see it coming, but I liked it. Yeah, same here. I, did, I didn't see it coming either. Because it... it, it it was it was funny how they did that with um with how Ricky you know it it goes from the talking head and then it comes out of that to where him and TTD are sitting there talking mm-hmm. and then he's like wow oh it's like oh oh yeah yes. I, I know I, I was going to say that like, oh oh okay yeah. okay so yeah yeah very very well done there I like that. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much it, really. Um, unless there's anything else from this episode you want to discuss. I think that was pretty much it. But like I say, this is the last episode. And like I said, they, they, left, they left a lot of things on the table. Like I said, the whole thing with, you know, with Charles, and he take the position or not. Like I said, we talked about some stuff with, um, Spencer's relationships and everything, and a lot of that stuff on the table, a lot of the stuff with the Hall of Fame and everything, but you know, they left some of that stuff kind of open and didn't really get answers to some of that stuff. I did like how they ended it with the whole thing with you know, Ricky and TDD, you know, with the TV show. I thought that was a, I thought that was a good way to, to end things. Now, before we actually end this, mm-hmm. because I'm looking, on, I'm looking on IMDB and it's still kind of, kind of bothering me. It shows that there is a episode nine and an episode ten. <laughs> yeah. So so where so where so where did that come from? It's like hidden episodes. I'm like, well, what's going on? They showed the latest ten episodes, but then this is supposed to be the final final episode. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did they did they film ten episodes and when they decided for it to be. I mean, how much do you think? Did they really go into this season when they were filming this? Did they go into this knowing that this was definitely going to be it and they 
kind of changed it last minute or something like that? I don't know. Well, I mean, remember we we got what the announcement four days before the sh- the show premiered this year that it was going to be the final season. So yeah, exactly. So this makes people wonder: was this like a last minute thing? Like they when they went in the film, if they didn't know that this was going to be it, they kind of found out like whatever everybody else did. Like this was going to be it. They didn't go into this thinking, "Oh, this is going to be it." I just I got a feeling they didn't they didn't know when they were filming this. Kind of, kind of switch. Yeah, they had to switch things around, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's happened before. Oh, yeah. so, definitely, it's happened with other shows. So yeah, I believe it. I'm, I'm sure you know. You follow a lot of the TV and stuff, even more so than I do. So I'm sure you've probably seen stuff where this has happened. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they've done that a few times. Then, like when the show is um, released on like DVD and things like that, there. If there were other episodes or whatnot, it'll be on there, and then like, oh, these like basically bonus episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got a feeling they're probably gonna do the same thing with this. If they put this out there, you know, they're gonna have some bonus content that we, you know, didn't get to see. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's ballers. Uh, yeah, that's unless, ballers. Unless there is an episode. <laughs> <laughs> They come back, you know. You know what? We are. We're coming back. So, <laughs> uh, but for all intents and purposes, this is the end of Ballers. This is the end of our coverage of Ballers. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, uh, want to plug? Yes, I would like to plug. Um, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris as well as Instagram DC Sports Fan Twenty Three. Check out my writing on medium.com slash um, at Broken Moneymaker as well as support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash moneymakerchris. Uh, check out my Facebook page for my writing, The Cash In. You know, I post all my articles there as well as Football and Friends. I'm going to have my football picks out probably sometime tomorrow. Um, like I was telling you on the other show, um, I got JD joining me. This week to pick games, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, check out my products that I have available to um, promote my blog, t-shirts, hoodies on storefrontier.com/writer315. Um, I got some cool Halloween shirts and hoodies that'll get you ready for Halloween coming up at the end of the month, as well as teesprings.com/store/moneymakerchris. I got some tote bags, phone cases, and stuff on there as well. And that's it for me, man. All right. Uh, as far as for me, you can, of course, check me out on Twitter at JMovieTalk. Um, you can follow my personal account as well, the J Giles over there on Twitter. Um, as far as for Movie Talk, uh, Halloween 4 is in full swing. Um, right now, doing the Phantasm films. I am not on the podcast for those. Those are the takeover episodes that you're hearing right now. Uh, right now, the guys from uh, the Blood and Black Rum podcast, uh, Ryan and Martin, they did uh, Phantasm 2 um, and everything. Really appreciate that. So if you haven't checked out that episode yet, definitely do so. Because uh, they did a really good job with talking about that film. Um, and then next episode should be uh, Phantasm 3. I won't say exactly who's doing that one, but I'll plug it and everything like that so you'll know. And I'll be returning back to Movie Talk um, with Phantasm 5 because I did the first film, but I'll be coming back for Phantasm 5. But also, too, in between all of that, look out for my anniversary episode that I did. Uh, even though I've been doing Movie Talk for four years now, this year I decided to do an anniversary episode uh, with the original co-host, Keita Hubbard, and everything. So look forward to that. That should be out around the same time that this Ballers episode is uh, uploaded. So definitely check that episode out and everything. Of course, you can follow um, the TV Zone podcast on Twitter as well. That's uh, TV Zone underscore podcast, as well as over on Instagram. And, of course, you can follow, find all of uh, the episodes for TV Zone Podcast Network on uh, our host site, podbean.com. And, of course, wherever else you listen to your podcast, just type in TV Zone Podcast Network and everything will come up TV Zone related. Uh, movie talk related for Frodo podcast related, the three and out podcast, as well as the Grand Slam podcast. 
So we're getting a lot of podcasts a part of this network now. Yes, it is. And yes. and may, maybe relationship podcasts. <laughs> like I said, we, 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 we cover everything. Not just TV, movies, sports, relationships. Cover it all here on the TV Zone Network. <laughs> oh, no. Trying to be like Joe. You know, trying to expand. <laughs> Expand, yeah, like I say, expand the horizons here on the TV Zone Network. Or, 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 or it's like Joe like to say, global domination. Global domination. That's what we're going for here. Global <laughs> domination. We're taking over the world. <laughs> yeah, one one podcast at a time, right? There you go. There you go. Most uh, definitely. Oh, man. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, thanks again, Chris, for you know doing this show with me and everything. No problem, man. It's been a pleasure, man. It's been an honor doing this, man. I've really enjoyed it the last three seasons. This has definitely been fun, man. I've enjoyed covering this show. Yeah, well, I, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, you asking me to come on, man. I appreciate it, man. It's been fun. Um, like I say, this may be the last. <laughs> I say, you know, you never know. They might come out and say, surprise, we got some more episodes for you guys. But, uh, I mean, if it if it is it, well I'll put it like this. If it's not, I'll probably edit this in a way that we didn't do it as if it's the last but if it is, then it'll stay intact as, as how it is. So basically you just have to I have to like look and see like mm-hmm. if it really is the last episode or if it's not, then I edit this episode to make it seem like we're just talking about, you know, this episode and potentially, you know, leading up to the last episode. <laughs> there you go. There you so, go. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, you have any last words? Wow. Um, like I said, we're just the last, regardless if it's the last episode or not, it's been great to cover. It's been an honor. And thank you for having me on. And that's all I got, man. It's been fun. It's been real. All right. Well, this might be the end of ballers for us, but I'm pretty sure me and Chris will have another show to do in between the time when a little show called Atlanta makes it return in 2020. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Most definitely. So with that being said, peace. Peace out, guys.